Welcome to House Party, a podcast where home and pop culture collide, coming straight to you from the editors of Realtor.com. I'm Natalie Way. And I'm Rachel Stoltz. Welcome back to the show. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, 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 hello. <laughs> I feel like this episode. <laughs> I feel. Tell us your deepest, darkest secrets. What are you. Uh, how are you feeling about this? I was just diving right into our recap. <laughs> Why? You're like, all right, Ty greets the teams. It's snowing. (laughs) I realized we hadn't even said which which episode we're recapping or what we're doing here. We're (laughs) recapping Rock the Block, of course. You're all business. five. You're all business. Um, I I was just excited to talk about it because I realized while watching it that I think this is my favorite episode. Oh, interesting. Every time. Um, This episode, it feels like they squeezed a lot into a 42 minute block right like that's so funny because I it was like I felt like the least stressed out that I usually am that's funny so this week was exteriors week um for those of you who aren't caught up it's uh the teams have been working on their exteriors so like they're siding for the house um and then this week they got to finish that in addition to putting in landscaping backyard design any sort of like patio amenities, fireplaces, all of these like cool outdoor things that we plebes can only dream about (laughs) having in our homes one day. I found myself surprised because this is also the thing that they've been working on since week two. So throughout the series so far, you've sort of been able to see where they're going with it. Mm -hmm. And I remember I told you when they first started working on their exteriors, I said, I think I have a favorite already. What was that? Well, do you want, you want me to? Well, did it change? Did your favorite change? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay, so who were you? So I, I ended up loving ones that I did not think I was going to like at all, and not liking the ones that I thought I was going to love. Um. Okay. Well, let's jump into it so we can reveal all. <laughs> okay. Um. It's snowing, which. <laughs> there in Colorado it's it's snow time I will say Paige looked adorable Paige looked like a five-year-old child in her (laughs) puffy jacket that was wrapped all the way around her head it was like a cartoon Ms. Los Angeles born and bred was like oh I'm in Colorado okay yeah the furthest north she's gone is Nashville whereas like you have John who's like still like Mr. East Coast he's he's just in like a zip up and like a beanie he's good to go he was ready to rock a tank top yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) Um, so it's exteriors week. The teams get to work on their siding, landscaping, backyards, etc. And there is a special design challenge thrown into the mix later on in the episode. Brian and Mika Kleinschmidt are the judges. They (laughs) cool guy, Brian, cool guy, Brian. They, um, so they actually won season two, right? Of Rock the Block. Yes, I believe. Because who won? Yeah, season three was Egypt and Mike. And season two was Mika and Brian. And that was the season that Nate and Jeremiah competed on. I remember that because I love you. <laughs> You're like justice for Nate and Jeremiah. <laughs> hey, I would have chosen their house all day. Um, but it's interesting because Brian and Mika Kleinschmidt never won um, one of the individual room or space zone challenges. They just took the whole thing at the end. So they, despite not appealing to the judges throughout the competition, 
they had the highest appraised value on their home. Kind of interesting. So that, Mm -hmm. you know, for these teams that we see that don't get as many wins as we can just speak in context, John and Christina, who have two under their belt, um, it still leaves the door open for anyone to win at the end. Yeah, I think was the one thing giving Brian and Sarah, who have zero wins so far, a glimmer of hope to not give up. All of these houses, too, had like, it wasn't just like a backyard like we've seen in recent seasons. It was like the backyard to the bottom level, the back patio. So there was a lot of space to cover for these teams. There was. And not all of these lots were easy to design on. No. None of them were. And I would argue that they were not all created equal. We'll get to that. Yes. Yeah. And then you throw in the design surprise. What do you want to... Talk about what they had to do. So the teams walk up to the cul-de-sac and they see Ty on a rock climbing wall. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> he's on a harness. He's on the wall. And he's surrounded by activity um, equipment. Activity. Activities. <laughs> Cornhole kayaks uh there's some bikes there's some basketballs it's just like it's it's clearly a metaphor for something um creative visualization if you will ty tells the teams that 92 percent of coloradans participate in outdoor sports which that number was shocking to me cite your sources like yeah (laughs) i want to know bring the receipts who, That's who, a really high number for an entire state. Who provided this information? Maybe 92, if we're talking about like... If you told me 92% of people in Berthoud, which is the town they're in, maybe I would believe you because I believe there are probably about 15 people in that right, town right now. Right. We could even open, up, open it up to Boulder, which is the closest large town. Fine. That's... And yeah, and it's a college town, and but still 92%. 92%. It's cite your sources is all I'm going to say. Anyway, so Ty says this is a big outdoor activity area of the country. I just want to say I'm outdoorsy, Natalie, in the fact that I like getting drunk on patios. Oh, that's that. I, it's a very subjective. It's a very subjective yes. thing. Um, so their challenge is... The teams have to create a recreational activity area somewhere in their exterior space. So let's go over what each of the teams decided decided to do. Sarah and Brian decided to put in a parkour course, which <laughs> parkour, um, kind of a random, s- ra- very specific choice. Um, I think the execution was great, though. Like they actually, they really, yeah, I think they pulled it off. Oh, I thought it was terrible. <laughs> I thought, I thought it looked cheap. That's I funny. saw the posts like shaking a little bit as they jumped from one to the other, and I wrote in my notes, uh, "I hope the buyers have liability insurance. This is an accident waiting to happen." Oh wow! Um, I kind of liked the the comment that Brian said when he was showing the judges. He, he said, "Well, it's art." You know, it's kind of like a he modern it Woodhenge. Yeah. <laughs> Woodhenge, Colorado Henge. Um, but 
I don't know. I guess it's 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 a thing to entertain kids and but yeah, it could be an impaling waiting to happen. You're I mean, yeah. You know how I feel about <laughs> walking impalements. <laughs> well, and walking. S- slipping slipping falls, just, slipping falls. I mean, to their credit, it's easy enough to just rip those posts out and do something else with the space, but I was just but like But then you have holes, it, just holes. Fell holes. Yeah. Anyway, it just seemed very niche and not very fun. I was cool with the parkour. As evidenced by uh, Mika getting tired of it really quickly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Paige and Mitch decide to build Adirondack chairs out of skis to create a little apres ski hangout area. Um, This was cute. It was cute. Mitch likes to build things out of sports equipment, I think is what we've learned throughout this competition. He built the... The golf club table with the resin that didn't work at first. Now he's building chairs out of skis. Maybe. Were they supposed, they were just supposed to design and build something. That was reminiscent. Inspired by recreation, not meant to be recreational, right? Well, it was. I was like, eh, they're. They're just chairs. In my not notes, actually doing anything. In my notes, I wrote down the teams have to create a recreational activity area in their spaces. Okay, I guess it's recreational activity area if you like. They're like and drinking beer. Yeah, exactly. Total. That's my plus. Sport. They had their chess set, the life size chess set. Yes, of course. Yeah. So right, I think maybe at the last minute, a producer came in and said, "You guys need it has to be an activity." So they put in a life size chess set, which turned out really cool i like that um john and christina john goes sports i'm thinking horseshoes and i said that's not a sport john um so they end up doing kind of like a bocce ball lawn bowling court which i thought makes a lot of sense for california but not so much in a place where it snows Right. Um, And then Anthony and Michelle put up a rock climbing wall, a little pergola with rock climbing plastic rocks to climb up. I love this. This had three functions. It was a living wall, a vertical garden on one side. It was a rock climbing wall for the kids or childlike adults on the other side. (laughs) And then on the same living wall side, you could pull down a movie screen. Yeah. No, it was really multi-purpose. You, I thought it was brilliant. You could push a button, and the screen would f- yes move down. Yeah, no, that was it. Was a very cool, really smart use of of a backyard feature, a pergola. Um, let's get into judging because there's there's a lot to go over with with how these teams, what, from their proposed ideas to how it actually panned out in the execution. Um. Let's start with, who should we start with? Michelle and Anthony? Just go in order? Yeah. Okay. So, of course, their interior is modern and very sleek, very sexy, as Alice and Victoria pointed out last week. So, their exterior is also gorgeous, modern, beautiful. Um, They used composite wood. So, they were like, we're super eco-friendly very green-minded. So we did composite wood. We did cement siding and stacked stone for the exterior. Yeah. Didn't... They were also one of the two teams that did not lean into the 
heavy on the black theme. Yeah. I th- and I liked it. I thought it turned out really good. Yeah. It's weird. Like I gravitated toward the houses that had like three different textures. Mm-hmm. Which I would never guess. I, I don't know myself, I guess, as well as I did. <laughs> or maybe those, I think- those just pop better on screen or something. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, it could be that they look ridiculous in person, but I do think they popped well on screen. I think a house that large, it needed the additional textures and colors. Mm-hmm. And that came up in the judging. Um, for some other houses. For the, some other houses, yeah, that they needed they needed more oomph. Totally. In their backyard, I think this was on a patio, um, they had a double-sided fireplace, which I thought no. was... No. That's yes. wrong. Yes, they did. I'm sorry. Oh. They had... <laughs> well, because I specifically remember Anthony giving a bunch of side eye when Brian... Yeah, I know. <laughs> it was literal side eye because the camera was, was to the side of him. And yeah. Brian, the judge, Brian Kleinschmidt, is saying... I think this this fireplace is just too high. It blocks it blocks the view, and you just see Anthony give the biggest side. He's like, "My God!" <laughs> I didn't think he was wrong. I think it. I actually I wanted it either to go way higher mm-hmm. or lower. Yeah. Or yeah. not be there at all and be on a different wall, which some other teams did. Right. But the double uh, the double sided fireplaces have given both teams who have used them trouble this season it's true i was thinking you were talking about their their upper deck Mm -hmm. that you come out on that's the extension of the living room yes and that was my favorite space Mm -hmm. they have a fireplace out there too but i I don't know what it's called it's one of those old-timey looking ones oh it's like a 70 or like a 60s 70s looking yeah i don't I, i don't know the name if our listeners know what these things are called I would love to know but it was so it was curvy and it was sleek and it matched the rest of their aesthetic mm-hmm. like the and mid-century I just, yeah yeah I, I it was sexy I loved it so much and then they had white furniture with coral flowers they really went all in on the floral decorations mm-hmm. and it just popped like yeah. theirs was my favorite space they have a design eye like that's that's their strength in this competition so did you like their amphitheater? Because they put in this Red Rock amphitheater, st- like levels, essentially what you would see at like Red Rock's amphitheater in Colorado, you know, where con- where they hold concerts. Are you thinking of Sarah and Brian? Well, they did it too. <laughs> yeah. They, they both did like outdoor seating kind of around a fire pit type of thing. Yeah. Using boulders, natural seating. Although yes, Michelle and that. Anthony's was like four different tiers, basically, whereas Sarah and Brian's was just one, like semicircle. Um, but I, I thought the empathy, I thought it was a very unique idea to have the amphitheater seating and then that projector that comes down off the pergola. Yeah, well, in that they were the only ones who put up a movie theater screen, right? So all these teams had all this outdoor seating, and I was like, that's. To do what? To, to talk just see each other? God forbid. You have to just sit and talk <laughs> to people. <laughs> God. I want to watch Top Gun Maverick outside. I actually watched Top Gun Maverick this weekend. You did? With Have Michael. Have talked about it? Yes. Do you like it? It was so good. 
I told you. They got me at the end and Michael was like, I know it's going to happen. And I'm like, mm. <laughs> it was good. It was. I could watch it on a loop. Oh, so good. me too. I don't think I'd recommend you watching the first. Well, I don't know. We can take this offline. I have thoughts. <laughs> but um, yes, I felt like Michelle and Anthony's was perfect place to cozy up with a blanket and a warm cider and watch Top Gun Maverick outside. Can you imagine how fun. cool it would look to have that screen down watching a movie and then there's just stars? Like how, because you know like it's a f- pretty small town and so there's not a lot of like city lights. Yeah. It would just, it sounds amazing. Um, totally. Okay, let's move on to John and Christina. Uh, I wrote Not in Love with the Black Exterior. They went all black and stone. Yes. They went all in on the board and batten, painted it black. Um, I actually, okay, so I, they had basically like the sides of their front were all black. And then around the front door, I believe, had stone in it. And then if we pop over to the back side, though, they did the bottom half was stone and the top half was board and batten. I liked that. I liked how it looked in the back. And I think if they would have done that in the front, I think it would have been very appealing. That's yeah. Just, I'm looking at it. That's just I can opinion. see that. It was um, just, it was very dark. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm, I'm into the all black thing when it's done right. I just, it, it, because these houses are so big, it's a lot of house to go one color on. Right. Yeah. It's true. It's true. And I think after the fact, that's something that the teams realized. Um, how did you feel about their barbecue deck? I mean, it was fine. I think everybody did a built-in barbecue, maybe except for Michelle and Anthony. I think, I think every, yeah, every team had some sort of like barbecue or like outdoor kitchen deck area but this seemed to like really double down because they had like the green egg the smoker the Mm -hmm. the barbecue like it's it really did seem like and they even had a slab of meat out on the barbecue that looked good yeah um Um, i thought it was cool brian judge brian pointed out one major error that i hadn't caught in the whole time which is they put a, a bar where you could like eat at Mm-hmm. against the wall and instead yeah. instead of facing the view and that seemed like a major oversight to me that was a good yeah that was a good point it was a missed opportunity as we'd say i think so but otherwise it was you know it was fine yeah and then i mean what do you think of the bocce ball and fire element well i think the fire element in in the in the lower level so they had the natural wood fire, just like an open pit, which is always really nice. I liked how big it was. Um, the bocce Did it remind you of that episode of The Office where they have to walk across hot coals? <laughs> no, but now because that- that's what I was thinking of, and now, then I thought of you. Now that you're telling me that, yeah. Um, okay, so two Office references this episode: parkour, <laughs> <laughs> parkour. Um, which made me like the bombers even more. I was like, okay, they're Office fans, or at least their kids okay. are. Um, that makes so much more sense now. Yeah. I wasn't drawing the connection. <laughs> um, but that, okay. So I love a bocce ball. I love the idea of a bocce ball court. 
um, it's probably because I live in California and it's... Yeah, I want to point out that John did not know what bocce is. Yeah, he's like, it's like lawn bowling. And she's like, yeah, kind of. But it's... I it's... think she said no. And I was like, Christina, it is, though. It is. It's it's lawn bowling on crushed gravel. <laughs> um, which it's not cheap to put in a bocce ball court also. So they, they spent, I think, about $5,000 on their bocce ball court. And... I think the only way that a bocce ball court would work in the state of Colorado is if you have some sort of cover, a la like a pool cover. Um, mm. <laughs> because Brian and Mika were like, I, I could see that turning into a, a mud pit, a mud pit, you know, with the, with rain or with snow. And then Mika compared it to like a, a kitty litter box. <laughs> I think, yeah, Brian, Brian said I could use a lot of neighborhood cats. I, <laughs> I could that's, see that's what I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> Brian said, I could see a lot of neighborhood cats using that. I thought um, that was a little harsh. Um, I, you thought that last season too with the boat. Remember the sandbox that they did? And yeah, I was, I don't like when people personify. You don't like it when people take outdoor things and liken them to litter boxes. No, it's, <laughs> I'm a softy. Um, yeah, I liked the bocce ball court, but I don't think it was practical, which makes sense why they got critiqued on it in a negative way. Uh, what else can we say about them? Or should we move on to Brian and Sarah? I didn't have many notes about them. I, I, I was just kind of meh. Yeah. Uh, well, they've won two already, so it's, <laughs> they're fine. <laughs> Okay, Brian and Sarah, the Bomblers have not won a weekly competition yet, so they are looking to take the crown this week, and I think they really pulled out all the stops. Um, we talked about how much we both loved their exterior with the light stone that they carried throughout the interior, the light cedar, and some white um, board and batten siding, I think. It just looked so Colorado, which is what Bri Judge Brian pointed out. It's it was just very light and welcoming. Yeah, too. it just it looked inviting and it didn't look dark and gloomy. It looked like a mountain home. Yeah, I thought it was great. They were also the only ones who made a statement out of the street address. Yeah, they got big numbers and put it on a boulder out front. It's just a nice little design. It just looked very finished, very polished, yeah. very professional. It was it was a nuance, but it it was important. I thought. Yeah, I don't know if it's going to add value, but I agree. It just uh, for a buyer who is buying a multi million dollar house, like if you see something like that, it's gonna it's gonna elevate it. Uh, they, I I wrote their grill area is underwhelming. I wrote their back deck is nothing special. It wasn't. No, it wasn't. Honestly, I mean, look, I I know that they've had a rough go of it. I loved their exterior. Everything else was a big kind of meh to me. The The back deck, I they all they did was leverage their double-sided fireplace that they already put in during living room week. Which I'm... And they put some, I thought, kind of like 
obviously outdoor furniture looking furniture around mm-hmm. it. I mean, I loved Brian Kleinschmidt being like, this fireplace I love when that was literally like the biggest con for them during living rooms. Yeah, I know. Week. <laughs> There's literally two sides to every story. That's like you're you were seeing the I mean, if he was the judge during living room week, maybe he wouldn't have liked it as much. Yeah. Okay, I do have to say, I agree. The grill area was underwhelming. You were not in the parkour area. I thought that was fun. Um, The backyard seating area with the red rocks that actually resembled red rocks with that surrounded the fireplace. It was big. I love that. Like, I want that for my backyard. Yeah. That's when I think of like a cool outdoor seating gathering zone, that's right on the money. Yeah, I liked it. Um, and I think that that helped them in the judging. Okay. (laughs) Moving on to Paige and Mitch, our last team. I I wrote, it's too dark. (laughs) It was too dark. I think I thought theirs is going to be my favorite. I know. Starting out. I, I, again, I'm a sucker for that old black look, but it was too much black. With the drone shot. Yeah. It just, it's just a big black building among the mountains. Um, I loved the stone path that they put in though. Um, because as we said, we were going to discuss, I think, was it all of these houses or was, it, or was it just their house that was on a slope? I, I think they're all on a slope, but I feel like Paige and Mitch got a little bit screwed. Theirs was I, I, the most slopey. It seemed really steep. Mm-hmm. It seemed like they were working with a much more challenging lot yeah. than the others. I, I might I might be wrong. Maybe they all were tricky. But well, even I, I wouldn't want to traverse that. I mean, that was a, that was basically like going down a mountain. It was, and I thought that the path that they put in was both essential and it looked great. <laughs> safety first yeah I mean Brian was like this is calming like I this path is really nice so it was a path I still think I'd fall down but yes I think it's great (laughs) it was a path down the side of the house so it wasn't you know it was it took you to the backyard so they said you wouldn't have to go through the house to get to the backyard um I thought that was great the grill built-ins were really cool I'd never seen like an outdoor kitchen like that where you know how indoor kitchens you have those the paneled refrigerator the paneled um dishwasher oven so it looks like it's part of the cabinetry their exterior their their outdoor kitchen actually had paneled built-ins which i thought was stone, really cool stone panel yeah it was like stone it was it was basically like up to the like covered in stone. I thought it looked really cool. Very luxe yeah. luxe for someone who's spending that much money on their house. Um and then the large chessboard for their mm-hmm. challenge component. Mm-hmm. Which reminded me of Harry Potter. Cute, although not for me. <laughs> not <laughs> you're not the queen's gambit. <laughs> Well, I just, like, how often are you really going to use that? I mean, it's true. It's there for aesthetics. And if you don't like the look of it, then you've got a lot of chess pieces to get rid of. Yeah. 
And you have to bring them all in for the nothing. Or... And then you have those stone pavers for no reason. Whereas, you know, I was saying, okay, the parkour thing didn't do much for me. But the advantage of that is you just pull them out and fill in the holes and do something else with that space. Put in some trees. Put in a movie theater, a projector. <laughs> just do it, Anthony and Michelle. I re- <laughs> really, clearly, I really want to watch movies outside. Uh, yeah. I mean. Anyway. Page of Mitch's was fine. It when was it, when probably it comes, my least favorite exterior. And maybe my least favorite backyard. When it comes down to it, all of these have, there were no major flaws with these, I would say. No, I'm being extra picky. <laughs> we're being nitpick, nitpick Nancy's over here. Like, we, no, there were no major issues with any of these backyards. And they're the all gorgeous. I would yeah. love to live in any of them. I would take any of them. I think the outdoor grills and the fireplace, it, there's an, more than enough capabilities for someone to have a beautiful life in these houses. Um, but I did say my favorite was Brian and Sarah's overall. And I also thought that they were going to win. What did you think? Uh, yes, I did. And you thought they were going to win? Uh, I'm not really sure that I really gave it that much thought this time around. You just wanted to experience it. yeah i mean i kind of thought that they would just because they haven't won one yeah oh so they they haven't done that in the past like the producers like they've let teams go without a win yeah keith and evan last last season and and the kleinschmitz our judges plus we love keith Um, and evan so much (laughs) no they have so i mean it's not like i had anything to base that off of but, I mean, when I saw their exterior and Brian kept hammering home, Brian the judge, I'm sorry, Brian Kleinschmidt. Brian the judge. Kept, <laughs> judge Brian kept hammering home how much their exterior really fit Colorado. That was the, yeah, that was the smoking gun. That was the silver bullet. That was whatever cliche you want to use. That was the, it was pretty, away. it was pretty obvious that they were just like, wow, this one's fantastic. Mm. Um, and the Bomblers took home the win this week. They were so happy. Too. I was happy I mean, for I, them. I, I was happy for them because it, it. they keep saying in every episode how discouraged they're getting. that They're not used to losing. And at first it was like, okay, some, everybody loses sometime. And then I was like, oh, maybe not everybody loses this often. And then they were really getting discouraged. And so I I did want it for them. And I feel bad. I feel like this is something to talk to like a therapist about, but like (laughs) (laughs) when I see people on TV or it's because I just have a soft heart and I just, I feel so bad for them. And like when I see them like not being into it anymore, like I, I didn't mm-hmm. want the bombers to reach the point of like I'm, we're just over it. Yeah, and I could well, see the discouragement and them kind of maybe getting to that point and being like, uh, like I, well, I'm not gonna say where I've seen this in other HGTV shows, but well, I want to know. Well, remember Battle on the Beach? <laughs> this, oh, uh, the father son. Yeah. Yeah, they were. I, oh, I do think they got to that point. Over it, they're like, "This is not for us." Um, 
And it makes it less enjoyable to watch. Totally. Exactly. So I didn't want them to reach that point. And I think this win, I mean, it was so obvious. Sarah was, he's, (laughs) she like leapt into Brian's arms and Brian, her husband, not Brian, the judge. And she was, he was like, wow, you're, you're happy. He, He was even surprised that his wife was just like so ecstatic. And yeah, it was a good moment. They took, they took home the crown this week. So next week is the last episode. Finale. It's the finale. Episode six. So it's bonus garage study and then any additional final spaces that they have time or want to work on. I'm guessing this could be, we'll see teams add powder rooms, We'll see teams make, you know, maybe add in appliances to rooms that they didn't have appliances in. John and Christina putting a dishwasher in your second kitchen. Um, yeah, it's it's going to be, it'll be interesting. Who I wonder who they'll have, because they have a set of judges come for the final, or, or do they just have the appraisers come through for the final? I saw episode. Jasmine Roth, I believe, in the preview. Oh, the very first winner of Rock the Block season one. Okay. So Jasmine. There may have been somebody else. I'm excited to see how this finishes out. Do you have any predictions? Have your thoughts changed for who you think is going to take it home? At the start of the season, I think I said it was either John and Christina or Paige and Mitch who were going to mm-hmm. take the whole thing. Who do you think it's going to be? I don't know. I really don't know. I I fully feel like it actually could be anybody's game. Mm. I want to give it I'm, I got to look back at my notes I mean these houses are so big it's honestly hard to kind of keep track of what everybody's done in every space I know so uh, I will I will honestly come next week with what my prediction was and I will admit if I was incorrect okay do you think that Paige and Mitch will cut down those swinging uh, bar <laughs> bar swing seems likely swings and- magic eight ball says outlook likely good. <laughs> yeah they'll put in some actual bar stools let's hope uh all right this was fun thank you so much for tuning in and if you want to hear more from us you can subscribe to our show please do we're on apple Podcasts, spotify wherever you get your shows if you have an extra moment please give us a five-star rating and write us a review we love to hear what you have to say. And um, Rachel, where else can people get a hold of us? Yeah, like Natalie said, we would love to hear from you. So if you want to get in touch, you can email us at podcast at realtor.com. We do check it. We will write you back. Uh, let us know what you think about our show, uh, Rock the Block, uh, your thoughts in general. Um, again, podcast at realtor.com. You can also find us on social media. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And our handle is at House Party Pod on all three. Thanks again for pressing play. And we'll catch you next week for the season finale. Bye. Bye. Bye.